This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like... You yell back at your radio. What are you talking about? What the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now, he gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Welcome in. It is Sparky's Midday Madness here on 1250 AM. The fan live from the G. Widener Plumbing Studios. So we talked about Aaron Rodgers and the interview that he did last night with Kenny Mayne uh, earlier today uh, on the Wendy's Big Show. We're going to continue to talk about it here. Plus, you'll also get to hear from Packers head coach Matt LaFleur coming up uh, in just a little bit here on Sparky's Midday Madness as well as he addressed the media Trust me, you're going to want to hear Matt LaFleur because the media on their little Zoom presser uh, definitely uh, brought up Aaron Rodgers and the interview last night uh, with Kenny Mayne uh, to him and seemingly everybody else uh, involved in any of these uh, Zoom pressers today. Kenny Clark, uh, Adrian Amos, all these guys had to answer questions about Aaron Rodgers. And see, that's the funny thing about this is, is Aaron Rodgers all about the people. Aaron Rodgers, it's all about us. It's not about Lambo. It's not about Murphy or Goody. It's not about you, the shareholders. It's not about the fans. It's about the people on the team. It's about the people that come and go. That's what it's all about. Funny. Aaron's people are being let out to hang out to dry at this point because now they got to deal with the media each day going forward to have to answer questions about him because he's not there and he did a horrible job of answering anything with Kenny Mayne on ESPN Sports Center. So now these guys got to deal with his crap. But it's all about the people. I'm doing it for the people. Well, you could fool me because it doesn't look like you're doing it for your teammates at this point. If you haven't heard it, here it is, a couple of clips from Aaron Rodgers. Here's the first one, the longer uh, response. He didn't give much in this interview with Kenny Mayne. But, as I said earlier at the start of the big show, I give credit to Kenny Mayne because I didn't think he'd go after him as much as he did. He did. He tried. Aaron wasn't going to play a ball necessarily, but he gave you a couple of little nuggets, I guess, to kind of gnaw on until he talks again. God knows when that'll be. Uh, So here's Rodgers again last night on Kenny Mayne. I think sometimes people forget the – what really makes an organization and you know history is important in you know, legacy of so many uh, people who've come before you but the people that's the most important thing the people make an organization people make a business um, and sometimes uh, that gets forgotten you know culture 
is built brick by brick, the foundation of it by the people. You know, not by the not by the organization, not by the building, not by the the corporation. It's built by the people. And I've been fortunate enough to play with a number of amazing, amazing people. And got to work for some amazing people as well. And it's those people that build the foundation of those entities. And I think sometimes we forget that. Okay. Well, see, this is the thing about Aaron Rodgers. Talking about how we forget about the people. As I stated when we started the big show, they don't care about you, dude. They don't. And they don't care about Jake Kumaro. And they don't care about the rest of these guys that have come and gone through those doors. Right? If you're a Hall of Famer, you get to go up in the Ring of Honor. Great. If you're a former Packer player, maybe you get to come back and do tours like Leroy Butler and Lambeau Field. Cool. If you do something notable and and worthy, they get to put up a, a statue of the Lambeau Leap. Who wasn't in the statue on the Lambeau Leap? Oh, that's right. The player wasn't in the statue on the Lambeau Leap. But now you think you're breaking ground here by talking about they don't care about the people. Stop. They don't care enough about you. They don't tell you how much they love you enough. They drafted your replacement. You didn't say boo or didn't threaten to not play or said, I'm not signing my extension because they don't treat the people the right way in Green Bay. You weren't saying all this prior to signing the extension. This only came up not even after they drafted Jordan Love. After you threw up your MVP season, now you feel like you've got the leverage again. Now you feel like you got the controllables. So now you want to play this game with the Green Bay Packers. Fair enough. Play the game. Just don't be upset if you don't get what you want out of this at the end of the day. Because at the end of the day, if the Green Bay Packers decide... But we're not trading you. How are you going to play this walking back into camp if you're not given anything back from the Green Bay Packers? Because there's going to have to be an endgame here at some point, right? So it's either going to be Aaron Rodgers walks back into camp and says, hey, I got Sam personnel now, folks. Yep, they're going to listen to me. I got some say, and we're going to roll. You think that's going to happen? I don't. Aaron Rodgers is going to walk back into camp. Hey! Packers admitted they were wrong, right? What? What does he think is going to happen? Goody's going to come out publicly at a presser and say, I- I'd like to apologize to Aaron Rodgers and Jake Kumaro and Jordy Nelson and all the people who I didn't get up enough love to while they were here in Green Bay and didn't pat him on the butt enough for Aaron Rodgers when we got rid of him and moved on to the next player in our organization. Is, is that? Does he think that's going to happen? that's not going to happen. And if that does happen, shame on Brian Goodenkunst for doing something like that. That's not going to happen either. So now, based on what he said last night on Kenny Main, or didn't say, he pretty much went out of his way to talk about, I love the fans, I love my coaches, I love my players, who I'm hanging out to dry currently by not being at a camp and now having them answer all the questions for me. Love all those guys. Said nothing about the front office. Talked about culture. Have you heard anybody, anybody, talk about culture problems in Green Bay in the last 20 years? 25 years. 
Go as far back as Tullaroy. Did you hear anybody talking about culture problems? Sherman? Anybody complaining about Green Bay's a bad place to play? Uh, McCarthy? Anybody complaining about horrible place to play Green Bay, Wisconsin? They don't treat their players right and everything else? Anybody Anybody ever hear that? I, when McCarthy was a coach? I, I don't remember hearing those comments. They've won 26 games in two years under Matt LaFleur and Brian Gunnikins. I have not heard a peep out of anybody talking about how the culture's not good in Green Bay. Guys don't like playing for that front office. They don't treat their players the right way. Anybody hear that? I mean, there's a lot of guys that do media all the time. There's a lot of former players that are on the radio, that are on TV. James Jones. Have you heard James Jones on the NFL Network talking about culture's not good in Green Bay? They don't treat their players right in Green Bay now. Guys aren't going to want to go to Green Bay if this continues. Have you heard that? Have you heard uh, John Kuhn? Mark Tauscher? Any of these guys? Mark Chamur? Any of these guys talking about how the culture in Green Bay is awful and they're screwing things up that they built before? Anybody talking like that? Haven't heard a peep out of anybody saying anything of the sort. Not a peep. But now this dude comes out and says, oh, there's problems. Oh, I'm here to save everybody. I'm here to fix the organization. Stop. You're here to be the center of attention because they drafted Jordan Love and you aren't happy. You go out of your way for the sheep that want to follow you to say, oh, it has nothing to do with Jordan Love. No, not nothing at all. I could have said this before they drafted Jordan Love, but you didn't. I could have said this before I signed my contract extension, but you didn't. And it was so bad, Aaron, why'd you sign the extension? Why don't you just make him franchise tag you and eventually get your way out like Kirk Cousins did in Washington? If it was so bad, Aaron, why didn't you do all that? Why'd you wait till now, after you throw up an MVP year, after they draft your replacement, to now to make this move and then tell everybody it doesn't have anything to do with Jordan Love. Here's a question. Whose side you got? Are you with Rodgers or are you with Goody? Because it doesn't appear that they're going to coexist. That, that, that doesn't appear to be a thing. So who are you rolling with? Rodgers or Goody? Rodgers or Murphy? Whoever. Because to be honest with you, I don't know what the heck is going on in that front office. I don't know if Murphy is the puppet, ma- puppet master for Goody. I don't know if Murphy and Ball are running Goody. I don't know if Goody's on his own in this deal. And Murphy and Russ Ball are like, hey, man, it's football. You do what you got to do. I have no idea. Couldn't tell you. But whatever it is, Rodgers ain't down with whatever is going on in that front office. So whose side are you on? You heard Rodgers last night. You've heard me, you've heard Gary, you've heard Leroy, you heard Bart this morning, you heard Ryan Horvath this morning, haven't heard Rami yet, he's at three. Which side are you on? 414-799-1250, 414-799-1250, tweet us at 1250AMTheFan. Whose side are you on in this, after hearing Rogers? Spin a Rooney last night with Kenny Mayne, talking about the people, I'm here for the people. Stop, here for the people. Jay and Tosa, you're first up on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's going on, Jay? Uh, what's up, Spark? I'm a little so fired told, up, Jay. Uh, agree 
But what you saying, even what you said when you first came on at 10, like every everybody has a boss on their job they disagree with it, may not like, but at the end of the day, if he had all these concerns, he could have had them put in the contract that he needed them addressed or else he ain't signing. You know? Right. Um, and a lot of the players that left, well, some of the players that left like uh, Jennings and Finley, who was they beef with? They beef wasn't with the front office. Nope. They beef was with Eric. Correct. You know what I mean? And, and I, over time, I guess, I, I think they've made up since, but it, it would have been out there about the front office. You know, it, at the end of the day, you know, I was watching it, pretty much everybody's press conference, and everybody looked uncomfortable. Like, they don't even want to talk about it. You know, Kenny Clark, Amos, they only focused on what they're doing. And, and and a couple of them brought up Jordan Love. Like, you know, when the time comes, we, basically, if we got to support him, we're going to support him. So, it, you know what? If they traded Jordan Love and he ended up being like the next best thing, can you imagine how sick we would be as Packer fans because we let him go because of yep. Aaron Rodgers? Well, again, the other part of this is let's say they trade Jordan Love and then Aaron Rodgers after one year says, you know what, I changed my mind. I don't want to be here. Trade me anyhow. And then you don't even have a future quarterback behind him anyhow. Or he break his collarbone again. Right. <laughs> Exactly. Right. I mean, this isn't Brett Favre who's never missed a football game. This dude's missed a bunch of football games in his career. Right. That's exactly right, right, Jay. Thanks for the call. That is a great point by Jay and Tulsa. Who were the people when they complained about being in Green Bay? Who were they complaining about? It wasn't about anybody other than the quarterback. Rodgers. He was the one that they were complaining about. And... Some of you got mad at Finley, got mad at Greg Jennings for going against Aaron Rodgers. How dare you criticize my quarterback? How dare you criticize 12? Hmm. Okay. Pretty much what they were telling you then was your diva quarterback is screwing things up. Right? Pretty much. He gets a hold in the garage, he ain't going to throw me the football. It's his way or the highway. Fine. It is what it is. He's a Hall of Fame quarterback. Figure it out, right? That that was the solution. Shut up and play was pretty much what Packer fans told Finley and Greg Jennings. Don't want to hear about it. Figure it out. Do what he wants you to do, and let's win some football games. And then Rob Wolf calls out, comes out and calls quarterbacks divas. All you got to do was rewind back to those comments that guys made about Aaron Rodgers back in the day and go, hmm, maybe. Maybe there's something there. And now fast forward, here we are, and your quarterback, you don't want to call him a diva, that's fine, but this is what it looks like. And now he's not here, and now you guys have to answer questions. Aaron Jones today, he was asked about whether or not he was told about Aaron Rodgers uh, maybe not returning to the Packers. Jones says it would have influenced his decision to resign. This is from Rob Domoski. Quote, this is home. I love my coaches, my teammates, the community, the system. End quote, Aaron Jones. Yep. Sounds like the culture is awful in Green Bay. Sounds like guys hate playing for the Packers. It's horrible. Good thing Aaron Rodgers is sticking up for his people in Green Bay. Good thing Aaron Rodgers is doing that. John in West Bend, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's going on, John? Hey, Sparky, how's it going? I'm just frustrated with this whole thing, man. We went through this with Brett Favre once. I thought we would never have to do it again. And now here we sit talking about a quarterback again, a Hall of Fame quarterback, and we got to do this all over again. Okay, so a couple of things here. Two years ago, I called in you, Gary Leroy, talking about how Aaron Rodgers is on his way down. He's 
not as productive. He's not a top ten quarterback. Right. He's the reason they had to drop draft uh, Jordan Love. I I don't disagree. If they if he would have had a better year that previous year, they probably don't draft Jordan Love. I probably agree with you on that. Yes. The other thing is. Was there anything wrong with Aaron Rodgers' culture when he's berating Mike McCarthy on the sideline uh-huh. or any of the wide receivers? Yep. So the only people Aaron Rodgers is concerned with is himself. Right. Point blank, end of story, period. Yeah, I don't, so, I don't... You know what? Trade him for what you can, whatever you can get him for because it's only going to get worse. You give him to him now. He's going to want something else next year. He's going to want something else the year after that. He's a cancer, and he's spreading, and he's got to go. Got to go. All right, thanks for the call, John. Appreciate it. This, to me, the the, the big thing here that I'm, I'm really struggling with, when you start talking about culture and you start talking about doing it for the people and all of this other stuff and talking in these vague terms, when there's no support for your claims, none, none at all, th- that gets me mad because now you're making a generalized statement for everybody on your team and everybody within that organization that nobody publicly has ever hinted at or stated at any point. So, I mean, the only thing we've heard from people along the way is, yeah, they didn't, they didn't call and give me a gold watch when they cut me. Uh, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't tell me uh, that they didn't want me back. They just. They never called my agent. Is that what you're fighting for? You, you're fighting because they didn't call somebody's agent to tell them they didn't want him back. Or are you fighting because they weren't nice enough to somebody on the way out when they parted ways with them? Like, what exactly are you bitter about if it's not Jordan Love? Because this bitterness started. It appears in the last year. Or at least that's what it appears to be. If you claim it's been longer than that, then why wasn't it brought up before this? And I will go to my grave saying the same thing. This all centers around Jordan Love. That's what pushed him to do all this crap. And that's why we're sitting here right now. And if that pick doesn't happen, if they get one of the wide receivers like Jefferson that they were trying to get, we aren't in this situation, the quarterback is playing, there's no problems, and we're moving forward. Because they didn't get either of the wide receivers, because they moved up to Drake Jordan Love, now we have to fabricate all of this stuff of why you're not happy. And as I've stated before, and I'll state again, when after the season was done, the report was out. They went to Aaron Rodgers to restructure. He said, no, how about you extend me and make sure I'm the quarterback going forward and show me your love? They said, no, we're more wanting to restructure you. At that point, that was it. Aaron Rodgers was done with the Green Bay Packers at that moment. It was over. All done at that moment in time. Once they wouldn't commit to him on that extension, when he asked for it to show that they were committed to him and it wasn't about Jordan Love, and they refused to do that, At that moment in time, Aaron Rodgers said, pretty much, it's over. I'm playing somewhere else. That was it. That was the end of it. They could have saved this had they given him an extension and sacrificed Jordan Love for sure and cap flexibility and everything else longer into it and then really gambled that Aaron Rodgers, who's not getting any younger by the day, could stay healthy for the remainder of this contract and still play at a higher level. 
that's, I think, when this relationship pretty much ended at that moment in time. And I don't think there's anything the Green Bay Packers can do to change his mind at this point. The only way he comes back and plays at this point is if he changes his mind. And one thing we know about Aaron Rodgers, he tends, once he gets dug in, he normally doesn't. But as Leroy Butler has pointed out, him and Brett Favre got together, and that wasn't a very good relationship. So maybe there's hope that they can figure this out. I just don't know if there's that much hope coming from my side of things. Goody or Aaron Rodgers, who you got? 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. I got people on hold that want to talk more about Goody and Aaron Rodgers. Jay in North Carolina, Mike the Painter, and you coming up next here. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. With my situation, look, it's it's never been about, you know, never been about the draft pick, uh, picking Jordan. I love Jordan. He's a great kid. You know, he, he a lot of fun to, to work together. Uh, I love coaching staff, love my teammates, you know, love the fan base in Green Bay. It's incredible, incredible 16 years. It's just kind of about a, a, a philosophy, uh, you know, and and maybe forgetting that it is about the people that make the thing go. It's about it's about character. It's about culture. It's about doing things the right way. Is it about character? Is it, though? Is what he's doing right now about character? Is it? Is it about character? I mean, you could just go through and tear apart and go in minuscule and poke around at Aaron Rodgers' character and say, are you sure? Do you want to go down the character playground or character lines here? Talk about Aaron Rodgers' character versus the Green Bay Packers' character and the organization's character of how they do business. I don't, I don't necessarily think if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I want to get into a character battle at this point with the Green Bay Packers one way or the other. That's just me, though. I, I wouldn't want him. I wouldn't want to go there. And I, again, I don't think Murphy and Goody are going to drag Rodgers' name through the mud and go back at him uh, in the press. They're going to stay quiet and they're going to stay out of this, which is what they should do. And they shouldn't go back at Aaron Rodgers. 
That, that whole thing just irritates me. Jay in North Carolina, who you got, Goody or Aaron Rodgers in this thing? Man, I'm I'm with Goody and Sparky. I would say I I listened to Big Show right when it, right when you guys came on. You were talking about how you've been at the station for you know going on 15 years or whatever. I don't know, actually going on 17, right? Yeah. Said, yep. Yeah. So just imagine if they brought Dan Plucker in and you were like, oh, who who you guys didn't consult me about bringing this guy in or just you know anybody you see might be a threat to your job or something like that. You know. It, I mean, it's just it's insane, and really, and you're right. The point is about Jordan Love because he keeps going back to, oh, I put a monkey wrench in the timeline. Like, and really, his his feelings were hurt. He and like you said, he thinks he's bigger than organization. So, I would say the next team that he trades for, in lieu of a contract, he should ask for ownership of that team. You give me ten, twenty percent of your team, pay me whatever. But I want to say in the, I want to build the culture. I want to say in how things go. Maybe he could set a trend for superstar players like actually investing into their teams or something like that. But the guy, man, oh man, Sparky, thank you for just standing up for what you believe in. That's Jay, all I got to say. Jay, thanks for the call. I I'll I'll give you a quick story. I'm not gonna give you names, but I'll give you a quick story. Years ago, we brought in a person into our building. I was hot. Didn't want the person on the staff, didn't want the person in the building And I let my feelings be known to everybody that would listen to me that I was 100% categorically opposed to bringing in the person they brought in. Hated the the hire, didn't want the person in the building, didn't want the person on the staff, none of the sort. They listened, and I knew it wasn't going to matter at the end of the day, but I was going to say my piece one way or the other. And at the end of the day, if I didn't like it enough, I could have quit. Could have worked somewhere else, could have got out of radio, could have went back to the plastics factory where I worked for a while, or... Could have done whatever. Did I? No. Did I deal with it? I did. But it wasn't, I'm not coming to work because you hired so-and-so. That was never the case. Showed up, did my job. It is what it is. But, I mean, we've been a part of that situation? Absolutely. No question. But again, dude, you're under... There's so many different things here. Like, if this is culture... And this is, they're not treating players right and all this other stuff. Did this just happen in the last 12 months? Did this all just magically start? Or has this been going on and had been going on prior to you signing your extension? Why didn't you throw it up at, up at him at that point? That's not my extension unless I get some changes, man. Otherwise, it's not happening. Awfully coincidental that it happens after they draft your replacement and after you have an MVP year. If he had a year similar to the year prior and didn't have an MVP year, I bet you he wouldn't say boo. I bet you he'd be at OTAs and things would be going on like normal. Because he put up a monster year, that's why he feels like he has the power to do what he wants to do. Mike the Painter, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. We'll hear from Matt LaFleur coming up in the next segment. Hey, thanks for taking my car. Sure. I I really, I don't think it is that. I'm totally with Rodgers. I think... He he is a good teammate to all his teammates. And uh, Jordan Love has come out and said that he was a great teammate to him. Sure. And he helped him out. Yeah. So I don't think he it was anything to do with Jordan Love drafting. Now listen to me. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Mike. Mike, I'll let you finish. Mike, I'll let you finish. Just hold on a second. All right. Okay. So because he was good to Jordan Love and because he was a good teammate to Jordan Love, 
does not mean that he liked the draft pick of Jordan Love, does not mean that he wants to sit there and know that he's out in three years and Jordan Love's going to be the guy. Remember, Aaron Rodgers was in Jordan Love's situation for three years waiting to play after Brett Favre. His agent was going to Andrew Brandt saying, dude, why did you draft this guy if you're not going to play him? Like, maybe we should do something else with our guy if you're not going to play him. He's been through this, and he does not want to go through it from the other perspective now in Brett Favre. He does not want to go through this. All right, but Brett Favre was wishy-washy on wanting to retire and not wanting to retire when they went and drafted Aaron Rodgers. Okay, so what does Aaron Rodgers want? Does Aaron Rodgers want to be here, Mike, or does he want to be traded? That's the case with Aaron Rodgers. Does he want to be here or or be traded? I'd want to be here. No, 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 no. I'm asking what you want to be. I said, what does he want? Does he want to be a Packer or does he want to be traded? I think he wants to be a Packer because but you he don't wants know, to win do you? championships. But Mike, you None don't know. None of us do. None of us do. We don't know that if and that's whose the fault case in the first place. Whose fault is that? But I this is my whole point. I think that with the contract situation, they sit there and they give up all that money in the front, you know, so they get easier cap hits. So now these bigger cap hits are going to happen, and none of it's guaranteed. And Rodgers was hoping, and they probably talked to him about it. This is all speculation like we've been doing. But maybe they decided that, you know, we could look down the road and maybe give you a better contract and and more guaranteed money later and restructure. And now all of a sudden they don't want to do that with them, and they're not on the table to restructure his deal with them. No, this is what the report was. Mike, the report was, the report was after the season, they knew they were in salary cap hell. He has the high, highest salary cap hit in all the NFL of any player. They went to him and said, look, man, we want to restructure. Guarantee us more of your money. He said, I want you to extend me and prove to me that you're that I'm going to be your quarterback going forward. They said, according to the report, that they didn't feel comfortable with that and they wanted just a restructure. And at that point, it was over. And that's where this whole thing ends. That's it. That That's yeah. where this See, whole that's thing ends. They're not showing their loyalty, and I think Correct. he's right with that. Correct. Fine. You're right. They're not showing their loyalty. But he still has three years on his deal where they did show his loyalty. Thanks for the call. Listen, I understand why he's mad. Like, I get it, right? And I would assume if I'm David Bakhtiari and I got like two years left on my deal, let's say, at some point they draft the left tackle in the first round, yeah, probably be like that. Eh. Probably going to be up here sometime soon, right? If you're a starting running back and you're in your 30s and they draft a running back in the first round, pretty clear it's probably up. Like, it comes with being a professional athlete. It just does, especially in football where the 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 shelf life isn't nearly as long. He's had a hell of a career for as long as he's played. A great Hall of Fame career. And if he thinks he can play at a high level going forward, then fine. Then they're going to trade you when they trade you. Until that point, play your ass off, play as hard as you can, put up huge numbers, continue to, you know, tell everybody and show everybody that you're a first ballot Hall of Famer, try and win another Super Bowl in the meantime, and when they trade you, they trade you. You don't have a no-trade clause. You can't control where you get traded to, so that doesn't matter. Just like it doesn't matter now. They can trade you wherever you want. If you want to retire, then that's up to you, but they can trade you whenever they want. Now, next year, year after... Don't matter. So really, at the end of the day, he doesn't really have the leverage that he thinks he has. Other than he's putting his teammates in a horrible position. He really is. The organization knows the quarterback they want to go with. Maybe this year will be a transition year. They won't be that good. Okay. 
But let's be honest. If Aaron Rodgers would have started his rookie year, they would have been horrible. If Aaron Rodgers would have started his second year, they would have been horrible. And the fan base would have jumped off, and the team probably would have jumped off, and he wouldn't have had the career that he had. Because he wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. Jordan Love may not be ready. And that's what you're going to have to deal with. The difference is, this offense here is more based around running the football than what Rodgers was playing in coming off of Brett Favre. That is the biggest difference. They can overcome Jordan Love not playing the best and still win football games. They couldn't do that as much in the offense that Brett Favre was running. Nate, Northside, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. How you doing, Sparky, man? I just want to just want to uh, have you take a couple of breaths, man, because you sound a little bit stressed out. But, um, um, yeah, no, I'm definitely on the side of Goop um, at this point because Aaron Rodgers has given me nothing to um, for me not to think that Goop is just doing business decisions. I mean, in, in this game, in this, in this NFL cap game, you got to make tough decisions. You got to let people go that you might not want to let go or – you gotta let people go that you feel uh, that you that you are friends with, or that you feel, or that you develop close relationship with. That's why he's paid to be the quarterback and not the GM. Because if he was uh, if he was a GM running off of emotional decisions, off of friendship, we probably wouldn't be in the situation that we're in now. I don't know. The last person I've seen that have left the Green Bay Packers is blew 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 up the NFL is. Micah Hyde, and honestly, uh, Micah Hyde, we didn't have the money to pay him either. We had, Correct. We had, uh, we had plenty of people coming up on contracts. Casey Hayward's have, another one. Yeah, you have to make you have to make decisions like this. I mean, I don't understand what these people want from what what what, what people expect of Goot. He's he's his job is to manage the roster, manage cap decisions, and do what's best. Uh, I didn't see nobody questioning Goo when we were in the NFC Championship, NFC Championship game two years in a row, because of his draft, uh, his drafting, his signing the free, uh, his signing the free agents, and his, yeah, you could, yeah, we could uh, go draft a wide receiver in the first round. But how many good wide receivers have we drafted in the first round? All the people that you're talking about, Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb, James Jones, Greg Dennis, guess what round they were drafted in? Two. Second round. Yep. That's right, Nate. Thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. I got to roll here. We got to get to Matt LaFleur, the Packers head coach, who addressed the Packers media just a little while ago. But before that, hey, you ever thought about becoming your own boss? Well, now is the time. Time to join the Young Express team. Again, you're going to drive for a living. That's going to be your career. So you like driving and you like not having somebody breathing over your shoulder. This is perfect because all you're doing is going from point A to point B, picking stuff up, dropping stuff off. Live a stress-free lifestyle. Put the windows down. Turn up the radio to 1250 AM, the fan, and drive, baby, drive, and get paid for it, too. Now, why Young Express? Well, they have a 24-7 dispatch team. They're extremely dedicated. Take it very personal to keep drivers moving. If you're not moving, you're not making money if you're just sitting in a city with nowhere to go. 99% no-touch freight. The freight is loaded and offloaded for you, so all you have to do is drive. They're looking for full-time independent contractors right now. Join the Young Express team. You can find them at youngexpress.com. That's J-U-N-G express.com. Young Express. Success. Drives them. Sparky's Midnight Badness. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. On 1250 AM, the fancy Sparky Fiverr with you. Don't forget, coming up tomorrow on the Wendy's Big Show, Tony Gwen Jr. joins us at 1035. Former Brewers outfielder, give us his thoughts on this Brewers baseball team. They look to go for four in a row tonight. Corbin Burns against Musgrove tonight. Musgrove, of course, already threw the no-hitter uh, earlier this year for the Padres. That should be a good game tonight. American Family Field's first pitch for that one, 640. After the last pitch, you'll make the switch. Hello, Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove tonight, immediately following that one with the franchise Tim Allen uh, tonight here on The Fan. All right, so uh, as we've been talking about all day, this Aaron Rodgers inter- uh, interview with Kenny Main from yesterday. Well, Packers OTAs continued on today. The wide receiving core pretty much didn't show up. Uh, no MVS, no Lazard, no Devontae Adams. Uh, they weren't there today. Uh, Blake Bortles uh, is there, but is rehabbing from an injury. Uh, so he was not participating as well. Uh, and there were some others that were not there too. Now, uh, including David Bakhtiari, also rehabbing from injury. Uh, Matt LaFleur addressed the media today, and there was all kinds of questions about Aaron Rodgers, the Kenny Main interview, why these guys weren't here for the OTAs, which again, by the way, is voluntary. However, some of these guys do have workout bonuses. Like a Kenny Clark has a $600,000 workout bonus uh, in just showing up and being a part of the off-season program. So obviously Kenny Clark uh, was there. But here is Matt LaFleur talking earlier today to the Packers media. There he is, Packers head coach Matt LaFleur from uh, just a little while ago addressing the Packers media. Uh, and as you heard, he is done talking about Aaron Rodgers. Pretty much, we're going to talk about the people that are here. And that is the correct approach, in my opinion, to take. If he doesn't want to be here, fine. Then we're going to talk about the guys that are here. Uh, and he also talked about the wide receivers that all decided not to show up as well. Instead, he talked to each one of them individually. Does not seem like a coordinated effort with Aaron Rodgers not to be at OTAs, or at least that's not his understanding from talking to the receivers. So that also uh, is a positive. Another positive is you're going to get to hear from Rami Makhlouf coming up in about uh, uh, just a few minutes here as we get ready for the Rami show coming up at 3 o'clock. Welcome back, Sparky's Midday Madness on the fans. We talked to Rami Makhlouf for a couple seconds here as the Rami show gets ready to kick off here uh, in just a few minutes once we're done uh, having a conversation. Uh, what's coming up on the Rami show today at 3 o'clock? Sam, can you put that in my bumper music rotation? I like that. Did you pick that, or was that was that a plucker pick for your rotation? Sparky Midday Madness bumpers. Do you, do you even know who that is? That's uh, Alabama Shakes. Sure. Really good band. Yeah. Really, really good band. Thanks. You don't care at all, do you? I don't, I, if I had bit. no music on my show, I wouldn't care. That's You're correct. So fun. I would not You're care. You're so much fun. Wouldn't matter to me at all. No, it wouldn't matter. If I, if I came out of commercials just with no music dry. and just started just come talking. Just dry and start talking yeah, about fine. sports. It wouldn't bother, sports talk. wouldn't bother me in the Weekdays least. Weekdays 2 to 3 at 12.50 right. a.m. The Fan. Yeah, hey, exactly. Yeah, I'd be totally fine with it. <laughs> no. Totally fine with it. Now, the one thing that I did hear, um, I think it was fake. I guess I never really asked. And our boss now... Mitch Rosen also runs 670 The Score in Chicago, yeah. so I guess I could ask him. Remember years ago on The Score, I forgot what show it was. Was it Bernstein and Boers? 
it sounded like there was typewriters going constantly in the background and people mulling around. It was like they were working in an office or something. And it was like behind the show they used to, on Boards and Bernstein. They would do a bit called secondhand news. Right. Whereas it was just goofy news stories and they'd riff on them. And and they would have that sound effect going on in the background the whole, the whole time, time, the whole yeah. time during that segment, right. but not the whole show. I would be fine with that for the whole hour of my show. I, I wouldn't bother me at all having some background noise. <laughs> Of, of some sort, maybe some nice ocean waves That'd be so in the background. Some ocean waves no, in the man. background You're or something. Fall asleep with ocean waves, or some Disney tunes maybe Although, playing in the background. People fall asleep with their radios on. It's still ratings. It's still uh, ratings. Yeah, as long as they're as long as the radio's on, right? And they got you know their yeah. meters or whatever. Yeah, uh, whatever. Uh, all right, so what's coming up? Three o'clock and TSL time spent listening. Yeah, they fall asleep for two hours. That's a two-hour block. Look at you. You have, you have a captivated listener. Maybe we should try to put people to sleep. So you want to go to nights. <laughs> gotcha. All right, we'll work on it. We'll see Come what we can do. Go ahead. Well, we have to talk about Aaron Rodgers right out of the gates. Yes, you do. And I know they're, oh, the Bucks played last night. There's a big win in the Brewers. Look, man, we have to talk about Aaron Rodgers right out of the gates. Gots to. And I got thoughts on it. I was talking to Sparky about it during the break. I don't understand. A lot of people think like Sparky. And surprise, surprise, I don't think like Sparky and a lot of people coming up at 3 o'clock. There are people that think like you. I don't get it. I don't get there it. There are and people Aaron, that think. And what Aaron Rodgers said last night was... There was, was one guy that asked if Plucker could turn off my mic during madness because he was sick of listening to me. So, I mean, I, there are definitely people like you. And and you know what? Kenny Mayne, who's also out of a job, those two guys last night who are out of their current job, basically talking yep. to each other. Kenny Mayne set him up for it when he said... I don't remember the exact wording of the question. Maybe I can play it on my show coming up in a few minutes. But he said, doesn't does it confuse you that people tend to side with, with the boss and, and not the employee, the, the corporation? That got and, the big rant and, out of him. Yeah. yeah. And 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 Kenny Mayne is 100% right. And Aaron Rodgers is 100% right. And not to say that you should turn your back on the Packers and not be a Packers fan. And nobody, I'm not asking anybody to do that. Nobody should do that. When Evan was still my producer before I chased him off, the second producer I chased He's off. on tonight producing for Dan Plucker, who's filling in for Tim Allen tonight. On the Pella windows and doors. Still working on Sam. He keeps showing up. I'm still working on him, but he keeps showing up. But when the whole Aaron Rodgers thing first popped up, he was he was so pissed at the Packers. He's like, I might just go wherever Aaron Rodgers goes. I'm just going to be a fan of them. And I was like, dude, no, you're not. You're not. Don't. You're not. Don't even try and convince yourself that you are. You're not. And two weeks later, I asked him, and he was like, Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm a Packers fan, and that's fine. You root for laundry. Oh, I know people that don't root for the Packers anymore since the Favre situation. Yeah, and that's ridiculous. That picked another team. That's ridiculous. And, but those but, people do exist. But that doesn't mean that you have and to. And this could happen again with Rodgers. That doesn't mean that you have to hate Rodgers. You, you, can, you can still stick with the Packers and not hate Rodgers or think he's doing people anything People hated wrong Brett here. Favre for years. I, well, Brett Favre gave you much more reason, in my opinion. Just him, keep letting this play out. So that's coming up at 3. We are going to get Bucks talking at 3.30. It's uh, Tuesdays with Winkler at 4. Bart Winkler joins me. Bart's coming on to talk about the Bucks. Bart's coming on to talk Bucks, Packers. I feel, nice. like, I feel like he needs somebody to talk to with this whole Aaron Rodgers thing. I know, man. Toby's sounding good on that morning show with him. Is he? Is he good? Yeah. Ryan was obviously good, too, and he was very good with him. But Toby's done a nice job. Do Sam a, did a nice job with Bart, too, but the new part-timer. We have a producer. Jordan Love Aaron Rodgers situation on the morning show. Are you saying it could be the Toby the Toby morning show here pretty soon? Uh, Toby more like a Mahomes <laughs> more than a Jordan Love. Okay. All right. Yeah. But so either way, Bart is on his way out. He's yeah, either Bart, Aaron Rodgers more. or he's Alex Smith. Alex Smith probably with okay. Bart. Yeah, yeah, he's probably more like prior to the injury though, and not post injury. Prior to the big injury, yeah, Alex and, Smith in Kansas City, Pro Bowl type player. Yeah, yeah, Mahomes the rookie behind him for a year. Alex, Smith yeah, that's was, it. I know. You know, if Bart gets sick or something, and Toby has to pinch hit and does well. 
Ah. You never know. Ah. You never know. Ah. No promises. See? And your management. Say, no promises. You can't say these things no promises. without talking to Bart first. You're doing the same thing that Goody and Mark Murphy did. You got to talk to Bart first and let him know what the plan is, what his place is in the plan, the timeline. These things should be communicated, man. These so you want me to tell Bart that, hey, this guy may be brought in to replace or, or just You think that's going to work or well just with do Bart? Or the Packers should have done it, lie to him and say nothing to worry about here, dude. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> Bart, doesn't, Bart doesn't think Toby's a threat. Bart never said, hey, Spark, is, is, exactly. is, is he coming in to replace exactly. me? Exactly. The Packers no. could have pre- prevented a lot of this just by lying. Oh. And Ryan Wood will join me at 5 o'clock from oh. of course, to Green Bay. And President he could tell you about Jordan Love at practice today. Yes, he can. Yes, he can. I'm conflicted on what about the practice stuff. What do you mean? Well, Schneider from the Athletics said he was throwing darts, Jordan Love. And then Andy Herman and I Ryan mean, the Wood. Dude can sling it. We know this. Right. Andy Herman and Ryan Wood are talking about, hey, he's up and down. And then it's, well, don't read too much into him maybe not being all that great because it's just OTAs and they're going half speed. Hmm. Okay. But, but again, in my opinion, there should be no expectations for this kid in year one. None. I have no expectations. Not no expectations, but not high expectations. Fine. I need, I need to see some things. I what, need to see some things. You know what I mean? I, I need to see at least flashes that... Oh, he'll that, give you flashes. I, I need to at least see flashes that okay, make I'm me see what the Packers saw. Fine, I'm you with you. You know what I mean? Yes, right? flashes. I'm exactly. going with flashes. Okay. Yeah. See, we agree on something. Uh, <laughs> not, found it. Not a we lot. found that thing. But there's that. And you've ruined my kid on top of it. Uh, okay, so coming up next... Uh, <laughs> Rami show. <laughs> I can't get enough pictures of your kid in Cubs gear. It is, it, it's one of the things that makes me happiest in this world. It really is. Seeing that little dude decked out, head to toe, in blue and red, it's just, it's just a beautiful thing. And you know what? And you, his Cubs bat. Yeah. And you, his Cubs ball. You asked for this. Uh, you asked oh. for this. You know, I, I said I was fine with it. Did you ever did you ever get into trouble when you were a kid and your and your mom was like, one day you're gonna have kids and they're gonna give oh, you yeah. just as much trouble as you gave me? All that hate you threw at me. She was saying that till I had Jackson. Cubs yeah. all these years. You brought this on yourself. You and, asked but, for this. As I told you before, and you argued mm-hmm. with me, yeah. I said I would never ever uh-huh. make my kid root for somebody I know regardless. Doing. I know what you're doing. You said you would. You know that if you fight it, it it's only gonna strengthen his, his It doesn't his bother me. To the it Cubs. bothers Kay far more than it bothers me. <laughs> It it's really so does. Awesome. And now we're so taking cool. him to his first Cubs game on Monday. Are you? When they take the Padres at Wrigley. Why wasn't I invited? Uh, I should be there for the kids' first Cubs game. We're really going for the 14-year-old who wants to see Tatis. So we're, we're taking him down there, and we've never he's never been to Wrigley either. I haven't been to Wrigley since they redid Wrigley. Uh, so, yeah, so we're going down there, and uh, the 5-year-old who's the Cubs fan is super, super duper excited. He wants Cubs shoes. He wants nice. Cubs pants. I love this kid. Everything. My Go child. Rizzo. That's his favorite saying. He's my favorite kid it's in all, the whole wide world. All excited. My yeah. Dude. That's my dude, man. That's my dude. Well, he can be your dude for good. <laughs> you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.